Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. All right, so you've heard the intro episode. Welcome to the first official episode of Stuck in My Generation, where me and and my co-host Brian Hicks here. Howdy, sir. What's up? Living the dream. That's that's the the cliche <laughs> yeah. the cliche white thing to say. Cliche white guy thing to say. Living the dream. That's that's what you hear at uh at the nine to five. What's going on, man? Oh, just living the dream. Living the dream. Oh, that's some Sturgill Simpson shit right there. Living the dream. Absolutely. Cutting grass volume one and two. Since we're talking music, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really listened to that yeah. much. But the whole point of me and and uh, and Hicks, we're we're from Southern Ohio, so it's last name basis all the time with everybody we know. So me and Hicks basically thought, you know, we we need to expand our musical horizons. So we're going to tell you a little bit about where we come from and where we're going. So me, real quick, music, big part of my life. Dad played guitar. Dad was in bands. Dad tried to get me to be a fan of Boston, ACDC, Def Leppard. You know, whatever he thought was cool is what he pushed on me, and that's fine. Because, uh, you know, Def Leppard was cool for a minute. Warrant was my favorite band for a moment. And then uh, young teen Nirvana comes along. Just like every cliche 90s kid story, Nirvana comes along. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. then, then from there on, you know, it, it's mostly grunge, hard rock, Nine Inch Nails, a little bit of metal. I didn't dive back into... Uh, the 70s or 80s or 60s or any of the so-called great bands i just didn't do that because i was young the the grunge thing caught me so there's a lot of stuff i've just never gave the time of day which is part of what the podcast is about too so i'll just i'll leave it at that and let brian talk about where he came from but 90s 90s grunge 90s rock and i just kind of got stuck in it 90s punk to an extent hicks what about you you you've got two or three years of age on me. I don't know if that means shit when it comes to, you know, did you, did you listen to the Beatles and the stones heavily before? Like what, what was, what was your genre of choice growing up? What do you think you missed out on? What do you think you missed out on? And, uh, and where did it go? Like where, where did your, where did your music choice, uh, taste take you? Well, I'll tell you is, uh, as soon as I started walking, you know, my, my family, they were really big into music, didn't play, but it just always had music playing all the time. Just about, like I said, as soon as I started walking, uh, man, I was being fed the beach boys, you know, like the, the fifties and sixties, the golden oldies stuff. And, uh, did you retain any of it? Like, did it click yet or did or- Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think where I caught on was like the Beach Boy stuff. I mean, the, the, like the harmonizing and stuff. I mean, it was almost like nursery rhymes to me. You know, makes sense. It kind of I kind of latched onto that pretty heavy. Uh, my sister, she's uh, she's about eight years older than me, so it's probably like, you know, that's that's the only type of music that I thought that there was. You know, when I was young, uh, like we talking like seven eight nine ten or, or is the teenage year oh yeah i'm, talk, I'm talking to... like i'm talking like I, I was probably like eight years old uh you know just hanging out and i heard a sound coming from the basement and i thought oh my gosh what is that sound i've never heard anything like that before 
So I kind of tiptoed down the steps, and I can still see it as plain as day. But I heard this song, and uh, my sister, we had a record player downstairs, and it was Heart of Glass by Blondie. And I'd never heard anything Uh. like that. I was was like, where's the saxophone and the piano and the doo-wops and all that stuff, you know, that kind of music. I thought, oh, my gosh, what is that? And, you know, I thought that opened up, you know, I thought, you know, there's a really a lot more music than what I, um, you know, yeah. what know what's going on. Well, yeah, that's a first for me to hear somebody like having an eye opening experience and it's Blondie, like Blondie's a yeah. good band. I, 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 they're, you know, Blondie's cool as hell, but I, that's one of those things you don't hear. Usually it's like, I'll never forget when I heard Nirvana. I'll never forget when I heard the Beatles. I'll never forget <laughs> when I heard the Stones. I haven't heard the Blondie one yet. So it was Blondie, man. It was Heart of Glass. It was that rhythm. It was that, uh, just that, that drum beat. I don't even know how to explain. I'm not a drummer. I don't really know any drummers. I don't know how to describe that drum beat, but it really described a hold of me. And just never heard anything like that before. Uh, and of course, I'm going to throw in the cliche scenario. Fast forward to like 91, you know, I was surrounded by uh, Bon Jovi, Garth Brooks, Poison, you know, everybody oh, was yeah. listening. I thought, man, this is just this is just manufactured music just to make money. There's no heart in it. There's no soul. And I'll never forget, I was walking into school one morning, and this dude was rolling around the corner in a black Chevy truck. And, you know, that was the days where the big speakers and everything was going on. JL Audio, boom, boom. JL Audio, yeah. And uh, I heard Fucking kickers, son. Kickers in the back. (laughs) Yeah. And I heard this sound, and it's like the clouds parted and the heaven shined down upon this vehicle and myself. Oh, my gosh, what is that sound? course it was nirvana never yeah, heard crazy. anything like that before yeah so that you. really got the hold of me too you know uh to this day uh i can't i have to force myself to listen to nirvana yeah it, yeah it's it's like well this is this is the whole part of like being stuck in our generations like shit gets old i mean nirvana the, yeah. well, we, well we got like three albums three four albums to listen to and you're done. Like you've exhausted it all. Like who can listen to the same three or four albums for their whole life? Yeah. And you know, by the time, uh, what was it? In utero came out, Yeah, man, I, I had wore out. Never mind. Yeah. You know, I, so, I can't so listen the, to it. I can't do it either. Uh, you know, I'll get on a kick from now, uh, now and again and, and do the unplugged album. Yeah. That one is, that one does stand the test of time. But, uh, that was definitely two moments, you know, the, the blondie, and they're Nirvana that really hit me from, you know, just out of nowhere. Just a big surprise to me. really grabbed a hold of me. Yeah. I can't think of any other music that is really. I wish mine was. Me, me. I wish my story was cooler. Cause I mean, I, I think it was Warrant that I was like, this is my band. Yeah. She's my cherry <laughs> yeah. pie, bitch. Yes. And, yeah. you know, I wore that tape out and then Nirvana thankfully saved me from that atrocity. But, but yeah, it's, what, did you. Okay, so so with you and me both, basically, there was a band that opened our eyes before Nirvana. Nirvana was same for me. Clouds parted, shit shine down. I was like, God has has blessed me with the sound. This is what I was, you know. This is I've been saved. Yeah, I've been saved. This is what I was meant to to listen to. <laughs> but like, I never yeah. dove backwards. I never, you know, the, like. I always heard the Beatles were a great band. Well, in my head, I, I just think of like, I want to hold your hand. And I'm like, that's yeah. fucking lame. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. So I never yeah. I never dive into the Beatles. I die, You know, the Stones, I hear some of the hits. Everybody loves Paint It Black. 
when they're growing up. Like you, you hear some of those things. Did you dive backwards into anything like, or were you just going progressively forward from Nirvana onto Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and whatever came after? Did, did you go back and revisit some of the bands that supposedly started it all or, or was, did they get left behind? You know, as I grew older, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's just as much interesting to me as what influenced artists versus, you know, and including the music they put out, but it's definitely interesting to me what their influences were. Yeah. So me, I kind of, now. I, I, yeah, me too now also, you know, but you know, like when, uh, um, the Nirvana unplugged came out. Uh, the man who sold the world. I didn't know that was a Bowie song. Nor did I. Nor did I. So I kind of took that. I knew who David Bowie was. You know, I remember yeah. the the duet between he and Mick Jagger. But other than that, I didn't know anything about Bowie. Yeah. So and I still don't know a whole lot of Bowie to this day. But I kind of don't either. That opened up. You know, opened up a little bit of uh, interest. Um, that might bode well for us. Bowie might be a journey that we have to take and talk about on an episode because I don't, I don't know much about him either. My sister-in-law and my wife love him and I'm sure I would probably like him too. But the only, I mean, if somebody's like sing a Bowie song, I would just be like, I'm afraid of Americans. <laughs> like I don't know anything <laughs> else. You know, I don't, yeah. that, that was during grunge. Like Mr. Chameleon David oh, yeah. Bowie did, you know, I knew what he was doing. Cause he's like, Oh, did he, he worked with Trent Reznor. I'll listen to this. You know, you could tell yeah. me that, you know, fucking Rockadoodle from the animated movie worked with Trent Reznor, <laughs> and I'd be like, sign me up. I want to hear this shit, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't dive into anything in the past at all. Like, and you mentioned Garth Brooks. That was another one. You know, that, that, that rings a bell in, in the 90s kid upbringing. Never did like that shit, but everybody tried to, to push it on me, like, Garth is the this of our generation or this or that or I was like yeah just all I know is Chris Gaines happened because of him so we should, <laughs> yeah, probably, we should probably just move on from uh, yeah, Chris yeah, Gaines sure. but yeah, yeah but yeah Nirvana they, yeah it, that shit's hard to listen to like Soundgarden's hard to listen to now it's not like you don't appreciate those things but like I'm 40 and I know you're just a couple years on the other side of 40. So we're both in our forties yeah. and yeah. I, yeah, I, I had to do something new, so I won't spoil too much on this episode, but I, I dove into the Beatles. I'm not done yet, but I dove into them pretty hard, started making a playlist. Your, your knowledge on the Beatles is probably a little more extensive than what mine was. So you've you've listened to some Beatles, right? I don't think I think we talked, and you haven't listened to much, but you've listened to some. I haven't visited in a while, but you know uh, the the Beatles. Uh, you know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so she played a lot of music. You know, throughout the time I was home, and she was a Beatles fan. Uh, a lot of the early Beatles stuff. Um, I kind of. <laughs> I need to revisit a lot of the albums that they came out with later in their career. Um, but you know, I, I've always been more of a stones fan, Yeah, but and I, I do, have a I lot of, know, I do know that about you. Cause yeah, you're definitely a stones guy. Oh yeah. My wife's but, a stones girl. Is she all right? Oh yeah. She's a, she's but, total hippie. Yeah. But there's more, I need to go back and revisit 
you know, I remember the second CD that I ever bought uh, was Sgt. Pepper by the Beatles. Uh, I think the first CD I ever bought was like the Talking Heads. I'm embarrassed. To, it was a horrible album. I just, I just bought it because it had a funny looking monkey on the cover. That might be something to revisit because, man, the more <laughs> I listen, the more I listen to a lot of like music shit on podcasts, like the Talking Heads apparently were largely influential and i didn't know that so i might i didn't either that might be one of those things like might listen to talking heads feel you know talk about how we feel about that but sure apparently apparently they've done a lot of influential shit and i didn't know that so i've been listening to this podcast and i don't mind shouting out other podcasts on here but man it's fun as hell it's it's called uh your favorite band sucks and right. it's, it's a couple guys basically just talking shit about every band they bring on and it's it's pretty entertaining and unfortunately, I learn a lot about bands that I did like, and they, they helped to bury them for me, like talking about what a shitty person Kurt Cobain was and what a shitty person Bradley Noel of uh, Sublime is. And it's it's a good time, and it's funny, but it's uh, they're definitely pretentious. Like, they, they hate everything. I, I don't know what they <laughs> like, but, but of course, they're talking about how the Beatles suck. And I've, I've dove in just enough to know that they don't suck. I thought they sucked. They don't suck. Yeah which yeah. save that for a, an upcoming episode, of course. But so sure. the, the premise of what me and Hicks are doing here is, is just trying to figure out, you know, what, what we missed out on, what, what might've influenced all the bands that we liked growing up and just see where it goes. Like, can, can my, the favorite bands of mine from the nineties be replaced by, by acts that are, honestly you know better and had a bigger catalog of music and maybe done more for music in general because you know nirvana's great I, I wouldn't i wouldn't call them one of the best bands of all time honestly but they're they're influential and they're they caused something they caused like a a movement of music and unfortunately that movement of music in grunge like just died like it just absolutely fucking died there's there's yeah i mean a good point I heard on that other podcast, like, can you think of any bands that were influenced by grunge that are, are a large part of music history? Because rock no. died pretty quickly, but it's like, like, who, who the fuck did these bands spawn? I mean, we got like Creed and Puddle of Mud and Nickelback. Like, that's like considered post-grunge. Well, thanks a lot, Kurt Cobain. Like he really fucking, <laughs> really fucking swung and and gave us a home run there with Nickelback and Creed. That spawned a, a horrible group of of bands and music. It just it's really bad. Yeah, Limp Biscuit, you know, Lincoln Park. Some, I mean, some people give Lincoln Park their due, but I don't. You know, it's just not my <laughs> not my cup of tea. But you know, nothing nothing came of that. So now it's like all these years go by after grunge, and it's like. I have two choices. I can either go backwards or forwards, which I've chosen to do both. But if you go forward, it's R&B, it's hip hop, it's weird shit, like, you yeah. know, indie rock that's just a little abstract and odd, or you can go back and go to the Beatles, the Stones, Beach Boys. I've never listened to Pet Sounds. So that, yeah. that's probably something that needs to happen. For an episode of the show, like I, I've never listened to Pet Sounds, one of the most influential albums of all time, supposedly. So, I feel sure. like I just fucked myself in music. Like I just I got stuck <laughs> in grunge, and that's it. Like everything else yeah. has been like trying to find little pieces here and there that are good. So what? Oh yeah. What what 
what are you listening to now? What am I listening to now? Yeah, just in uh, general. Just like when you get in the car and you go somewhere, do you have like a, a revolving two or three bands that you just keep on keep on deck? Or what, do you hit the radio I, like most people do? I tell you what I'm really bad about is I'll get stuck on a band and I'll stay on that band for like a week and it's mostly uh youtube clips of uh live performances you know since you can't go to concerts and stuff right now yeah uh definitely the the chili peppers their live performances on youtube you know that's just a that's usually a constant in my garage when i'm i'm working and fooling around in the garage yeah i've actually uh i've been listening to a little bit of uh yellow wolf i like yellow uh, I, i'm a yellow wolf fan I, I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a rap fan i'm more of a rap fan at 40 than I was at 20 yeah. or 30. And that's kind oh, of yeah. mind blowing, actually. Yeah. I never thought, uh, every, never thought it'd be that way. Yeah. Ever since uh, Eddie Van Halen passed away, uh, the early Van Halen stuff, which my sister really turned me on to the early Van Halen stuff. Uh, I've been listening to a little bit of that. Uh, actually, a little bit of. Uh, a dude by the name of Billy Strings who has a band. Yep, I know who Billy Strings is. Uh, been listening to some of his live performances and uh, actually been digging into a little bit of the Too Short stuff. Dude, the, Too Short uh, was fun. That was oh, fun. yeah. That was fun times. Some of the first albums that he came out with. So that's usually that's that's what's been flowing through my speakers recently. So, yeah, I that's a. Uh... I think you and I have talked. Megan the Stallion has been frequenting my speakers. Uh, I'm all about the female rap game right now, just because all they talk about is fucking, and who doesn't like talking about <laughs> fucking? You know, like, hey, it's if all Megan wants to talk about is is dick going inside of her and stuff. I'm like, I'm in. I'm cool. That's, you know, she's 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 painting a visual in my mind, and and I'm I'm good with that. You know, that's better than yeah. you know Kurt Cobain making me think I'm raping him. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> That's the opposite of where I want to go. So Megan, Megan the Stallion has really saved me here and there. But you, yeah. you and I, like me and Hicks, worked together for a while, right. and we uh, we got on one hell of a tool kick. Like oh a yeah, massive tool kick. Which Tool is my favorite band. I I, yeah. I I don't I can't speak for you. I don't know what your favorite band is. I assume the Stones out of all the ones you like. But I don't know if I I, I couldn't. I don't think I can narrow it down. It is hard. I, I mean, it is yeah. tough. Like even tools faded for me a little bit over the years. Like I still love them, but it's like Maynard's an asshole. They only put out an album every fucking decade and a half. It's like, what am I, you know, is my, is it really worth giving them the title of favorite band if they hardly ever put anything out and it's, you know, but man, they're good. They're good. Yeah. Well, that's, and I'll tell you what, during that time, you really turned me on to, you know, their whole, discography really i mean you know i was just aware of the album i think and you know once you and i started talking about stuff you know you really got me exposed to yeah yeah it's, it's the other albums it's one of those things like we we took turns driving and i think we just took turns shoving music down the other's throat you know as we we're on the, oh, yeah. hey, let's put this on tonight let's put this on the night and and yeah that's just uh that's that's one of those experiences that's one of those bands it's just there's only one of them. Like you don't hear anything like them, you know. Like you don't hear anything quite like Nine Inch Nails. You don't hear anything quite like Tool. Oh yeah. You don't hear anything quite like the Stones or the Beatles, in my opinion. You don't hear, you know, quite anything like Megan The Stallion or, or Too Short. 
Too Short's fun. Man, that's fun. Yeah. I tried yeah. to go back to all the Master P shit that was popular when I was growing up too, like the make them say, make uh, them say uh, and yeah, and all the, all the millions of, of like just dudes off the street that he'd signed to cash money records or whatever, like with weird fucking names. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more, uh, when it comes to rap, I'm more like DMX was my big thing back then. And I still, I still dip into that every once in a while. Public right. Enemy. I had a Public Enemy oh, yeah. CD or two growing up, so yep. some of that. But as far as what I've been listening to lately, like I, I'm ashamed. Like this is this is part of the reason for this podcast too. I'm ashamed of what I've been listening to. Like I'm I'm sick of everything. So I read a review about Taylor Swift coming out with an yeah. indie folk album, and I've always been a an acoustic kind of folky fan guy. I even liked Jewel when she came out a long time ago, till she went country. Yeah. But like, so I've been listening to Taylor Swift's folklore and evermore. I think they're great. I'm not ashamed, too ashamed to say they're great. I think they're fucking brilliant. And she's opened my eyes to like her songwriting skills. But, okay. you know, those new Taylor Swift albums, new Megan the Stallion stuff. My wife, who's a complete hippie, you know, she, she basically only listens to Beatles era bands or grunge. And there's not, not much of anything else in there. But she's been listening yeah. to Post Malone. Like, Post Malone's okay. voice reeled her in. And I'm like, Post Malone, yeah. what the hell are you thinking? And, like, I'm in the, just just like me and you driving around listening to Tool and shit, I'm in the car and she's playing Post Malone songs. I'm like, God damn it, I get it. I understand. I like, <laughs> yeah. I like this guy, too. He's fine. And I, I think I told you about it, but I don't know if you ever watched it, but Post Malone did a bunch of Nirvana covers. I watched that. Dude, was that not the shit? Yeah, with Travis Barker on drums. Yeah, I mean, Post Malone sounds... I've, I haven't heard anybody do Nirvana songs besides Kurt Cobain that well. I was impressed. I was too. And I was like, okay, mate, you know, this this makes sense now. Why my wife loves this guy so much and, you know, why I've started listening to him and actually like him. But, it, but yeah, at some point I was like, okay, I've added Post Malone to my repertoire. I've added Taylor Swift, you know couple others megan stallion like i can't let myself just go completely into the new stuff because i've tried there's a lot of stuff and it's just garbage so it was time to go backwards so what i think me and hicks are planning on doing i'm uh if you want to join me i'm currently making a playlist kind of listening to the beatles religiously for the next episode and creating a uh a playlist of of what i what i would put on my beatles you know, playlist, my, my hits album. And, uh, su- surprisingly, I I'm not going to give too much shit away, but it, it actually starts at a certain point. Like there's, there's some Beatles that I just can't listen to. And then there's a turning point where I can listen to most of it. And then there's a little section where I can't listen to it. And then it turns on again. So I'm glad I've been listening to Beatles. Cause there's, there's, it's, there's some roller coasters in there. Like they did I all agree. kinds of shit. I agree. They never sounded, you know, they sounded the same for a little bit. And then they went completely off the fucking rails. And then yeah. they went back to their old sound a little bit. But I guess we'll get there soon enough. Is there is there any bands that you do you plan on checking out for this show? Like, what's let's start talking about some bands we probably should dive into but didn't. Like, to me, the Beatles come up. I need to listen to more of the Stones. Um, 
talking heads, surprisingly, since they're so yeah. influential. Uh, Van Halen? I haven't listened to anything but the hits on Van Halen, so I probably need to... Okay. I probably need to dive in there. But do you have you have any bands in mind that you're like, I've never listened to them or never gave them a chance, maybe I should, that whole... Man, I, I don't know. There's nothing that I can really uh, think of right now. Um, yeah, I have to think about that. Hopefully we'll get some help. I've set up an email address. Uh, anybody that listens, you can kind of request of us to check something out by emailing us at stuck in my, uh, stuck in my generation at gmail.com. So if there's an all time great, you know, that, that you think belongs in everyone's catalog of, of albums they listen to, let us know, send it over to be clear. Don't send over Led Zeppelin. I got into a big Led Zeppelin phase there for a while and they, they're very much worthy. I assume you've listened to Led Zeppelin plenty too, but I don't know a hundred percent. Oh yeah. 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 I don't need to visit that. Like I've heard all of it. I think I've listened to every album except for maybe the last one. I don't think I listened to that too much, but. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's one that could be, uh, omitted from any listening. I think, is there any other bands from the past, like pre Nirvana that you would take out of the equation that you've already jammed <sighs> out to a lot? Uh, I was trying to think. I want to. I want to uh, take a few steps back. There's one band uh, that's, I'm assuming, post Nirvana that I don't feel like I've really given them much of a chance. But it's Radiohead. You know, I know a few Radiohead songs, but man, I tell you what, I don't know any. I feel like I'm missing out on some, you know, some good songs. There's somewhere. There's definitely but, there's definitely some good songs in there. I, I've I've been on that kick before. Like I've I think okay. I I've listened to just about all of it. And I would definitely revisit it again just to refresh the palette. But but yeah, there's definitely some some really good songs in there. They weren't just the song creep. But then at the same time, that 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 guy's voice is kinda like Billy Corgan's. Like you can handle it for a while, and then it's like, dude, quit fucking whining. Like, quit your whining and sing something. Quit whispering. Quit fucking whispering, Thome. Whose name is yeah. Thome? T-H-O-M. Yeah. <laughs> but it is good. Yeah. There's definitely some good Radiohead stuff out there. And they're still making music somehow. But Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's definitely worth diving into if you didn't give them That's more chance. recent, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. But they date back quite a ways. Don't say you two, because I there's one thing on this show I'm not doing. I'm not fucking listening to you two. <laughs> I, you can't make me. No one can pay me. It's not happening. Just zero interest. Yeah, I have a story, but uh, I'll save that for another episode. I don't know. Is it about you two? Yeah. Drop it, because we, we tell it. I don't think we're going to talk about you two ever again. So get it out. Okay. <laughs> fuck, fuck Bono. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Uh, man, my, uh, I was going to some Halloween parties at, uh, my wife's coworkers, you know, really good group of people. And, uh, come to find out, uh, one of the, uh, as a friend of a friend that was at the party, her husband, super nice guy. I met him, uh, actually the, uh, stage manager for the band U2. <laughs> awesome. Super good guy. 
you know, super good dude. Unlike Bono, wow. could good. Oh, and she has. His wife has stories, great stories about all kinds of different bands. But I thought, here's my one chance. That's the closest I've ever been to meeting somebody that's actually in the game. And it's you two. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have respect, you know. It, it, oh, yeah. I, and that's that's thing, too. Like, if you, if you hear us trashing on anybody, it's just personal preference. Like, anybody sure. that puts themselves out there and and sings in front of anyone or plays an instrument in front of anyone absolute total respect because that's oh, yeah. you know I don't, whether like insane clown posse i respect insane clown posse do i think their music's great fuck no absolutely not <laughs> yeah. but but yeah. do i respect them yeah i mean any anybody that that puts their heart and soul into you know what they believe is good music and it might be good it's that's thing with bands like insane clown posse there's a shit ton of people that think it's good music so more power to you Right. I'm going to sound like a prick when I say it's absolute garbage, but I only mean it's garbage for me. It's, uh, you know, never heard one song. Huh? Never heard one. ICP. Oh, it's never heard one. No, tr total transparency. I've seen them live, and I've mm -hmm. went to their Juggalo wrestling promotion. Like, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> guy that I used to uh, have as a roommate was a fan. He didn't have any tattoos, thank God. And he liked a lot of punk and a lot of other stuff. He just also happened to like them for some reason. So uh, that that uh, convinced me to to give him a listen. And I, I liked him for a minute, I won't lie, but I never, ever liked him because I thought it was good music and, and great talent. It was more just like, this is so fucking stupid that it's fun. Like, yeah, you know, that, that stuff's out there. The Bloodhound Gang, nobody's going to accuse them of being a great band. That's just fun. Oh, yeah. So you got those bands. Did, did they... Uh, did you get any YouTube snippets or, or pieces of a story that's worth talking about? No, uh, not really. And, uh, you know, there were, we attended a few parties, um, you know, a, a lot of times it was, it was just her, you know, he was out on the road. He was in New Zealand, or I think at one time he was in like Chicago, uh, trading or selling equipment to ACDC or something like that. Oh, that's kind know, of a cool snippet. Like that. But I recall that, uh, you know, I, I talked to, she knows I'm really into music, uh, super sweet lady. And, you know, she, you know, I told her I, I was big into the stones and stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah. She said, uh, I, I've met all them. You know, we, I was backstage with the Stones, and you know we were all eating from the same buffet line, you know, sitting at the same table. That's insane. Oh, you know, it's it's yeah, that's just still gives me chills, you know, just yeah, to, to be that close, you know, just to listen to her stories, but yeah, like I don't, I don't have any crazy celebrity things. Like if I if I ran into Mick Jagger today, I wouldn't freak out, wouldn't do anything. I'd probably be like, "What's up, Mick? Like, thanks for all the thanks for all the good stuff and." You know, oh, yeah. it'd be super casual, but at the same time, like you meet a living legend like that and, you know, you, you've got a story to talk about. So anybody that's done yeah. that is just crazy. I've got an uncle that was a roadie with Aerosmith and knows them pretty really? well and has all their phone numbers. And yeah, dude works at General Mills in Wellston still. I didn't know that. Yeah. Name's Ron Butcher. Aerosmith roadie went everywhere they went, took, used all his vacation at jobs and lost a lot of jobs because he would not miss an Aerosmith tour. And he'd at least go, you know, tri-state area, wherever they went and 
got to know him by name, got pictures of himself backstage sitting on their equipment cases, and like that's that's pretty cool. Get him on a podcast. Yeah, come on, come on, Stephen Tyler. You look just like my grandma. Let's let's talk for and a little bit. I met your uncle. Yeah, I met your uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, he was definitely trying to to look like a lady for a minute, and you know the long wavy oh, yeah. hair. And but good dude. I, I don't think he follows them anymore. But yeah, I, yeah, I, that's I, interesting. Yeah, anytime you know any band or have been around any band, it's it's a cool story. Unfortunately, I have not. I ran into Carrot Top once in Las Vegas. That's my claim to fame. Oh, yeah. Didn't talk to him. I just ran into him, like, shoulder to shoulder. He about knocked me the fuck over. Dude's jacked up. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Muscles on top of muscles. But The only, the only person who's not a musician, but the, uh, the dude from the Big Bang Theory, uh, Leonard, ran into him, kind of. Really? Yeah, we were pretty close to him. Yeah, out in California. That's pretty cool. I, see, I, I, I watch shit out of that show. Like we, me and, oh, my yeah? wife, me and my wife have been binging that one, and we're almost done with it. But, but yeah, yeah, I like all those guys. I follow all of them on on Instagram just because I like the, you know, the geeky shit. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even think. Of, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know his name. I'm not uh, good with names. Let's see. His <laughs> name was David on Roseanne. Johnny Galecki. Yeah, that's it. Johnny Galecki. Yeah. He was standing outside on the corner of the uh, Warner Brothers studio, smoking a cigarette, talking to somebody. And you yeah. were you on like a tour, and you and you passed him, and he was standing outside. Is that kind of yeah, what yeah, yeah? Dude, you guys have went a lot of places too. Like you've been to Disney, you've been to like all those places seemingly. So, well, I tell you what, pre-COVID, it was uh, uh, my ambition. You know, my son, he's fifteen, wanted to just expose him to as much as I could that I could afford to. Uh, you know, we've been to a lot of places in the United States and, uh, he's, uh, he found love with California, which, you know, who the does, places, who doesn't, that, right? the places that I saw and speaking of California and music, you know, stood right outside the whiskey, a go, go, you know, just, it was just amazing to me just to stand there outside of, you know, all the music that yeah. came and gone through that. Yeah, you know, and it's a little shithole. It's a little shithole. Those are the best places. Oh yeah, like Newport and Columbus. Like it's not famous really, but yeah, every show is intimate. You know, you can get as close as you want. You know, you can see you can see the faces of the band clearly, no matter where you're standing. Like that's that's so much better than a big arena or a big, uh, you know, outdoor amphitheater or whatever. Like give me give me those shitholes all day long. Oh yeah. And yeah, that does, and that does suck. Like COVID's killed everything. I, I had tickets for floor seats for Foo Fighters. I had uh, good tickets for Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's crazy. And they, I, I don't have them now. Like all that shit got canceled, got refunded. So I, me and my wife huh. were so pumped to, you know, because we're both big Foo Fighter fans. Like little, little, uh, little spoiler. I think Foo Fighters are a better band than any any grunge band personally but it, it took time see that's a thing too i don't know if you've listened to the foo fighters like all of it like I have not dug deep some of their singles just will make you not dig deep like nobody wants to listen to everlong all the time or yeah my hero or whatever but man you you dive in and like listen to every song on every album and there are so many gems on there that are just great rock songs 
it's kind of it's kind of incredible. Like the the singles don't do them justice whatsoever. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they're good. Like they're they're really good. They've got some songs that are just kind of like just cohesive. The way they play together is is amazing. So I was definitely disappointed to miss out on. Those. I'll tell you what, I, I I intended on digging into the Foo Fighters at one point. There's one song that I heard. <laughs> Man, I can't do it. I had to back off. Uh, and uh, honestly. Man, it, uh, they sound absolutely nothing like Nirvana, but just the Dave Grohl affiliation with Nirvana. I mean, I kind of think, man, I, I don't know if I can listen to very much just because it, he himself personally reminds me of Nirvana. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can't listen to. I but, man, he's a man, uh, Dave Grohl, you know, I've. Uh, just his i've watched some of his the foo fighters live performances you know just the, him bringing kids up and stuff to jam along with him and yeah he, he's definitely uh top 10 one of the people i'd like to sit down and talk to you know oh yeah it'd be a cream come true just to sit down and you know just he just seems like a normal dude he does know? yeah have you uh have you ever watched the documentary sound city about the sound city recording studio yes that that was all you know, Dave Grohl, that, that, that's a good one. Like my wife actually lost her shit and like started crying whenever like Dave Grohl was talking to somebody out of, out of the shot and like they, yeah. they creep in and it's Paul McCartney and my wife just starts crying. Cause she just, she loves Paul McCartney that much. You know, she loves uh-huh. all of them that much. And, uh, yeah. and they whip up a song out of nowhere with like in minutes, they would like yeah. Paul McCartney's like, I'll take the lead. And he's just like, <laughs> starts rocking. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah. He's got his like square box bass or something it just starts jamming and like they whip up this song and it was really good and like at the end of the song dave Grohl looks looks at paul mccartney he's like he's like man i wish it could be this easy every time and paul mccartney looks real confused he's like it is (laughs) (laughs) paul mccartney's like you mean it's not easy for you like this is what we do with with the beatles is we just we just write fucking songs man we just play (laughs) them It's like, uh, yeah, it's just one of those moments, like, and you realize with, you know, little clips like that, uh, that that's why the Beatles deserve their, their due credit. Once you dive in, like fucking guys just wrote songs. Like it was nothing. Like it was, it was just a piece of cake. They were like a factory. Yeah. They just get in there and, and just start writing stuff. And being, being the wife watched like, uh, I think it was eight days a week, the Ron Howard Beatles movie, the touring years or something like that. I know of it. Yeah. Oh man. Like this, you know, I'll I'll save most of the Beatles dive for the next show, but it's like that watching what happened with them, watching the pandemonium and and fucking girls passing out and all kinds. It it was just mind blowing. It's like, dude, nothing like that ever happened. You know, when I was growing up, like, yeah, Nirvana, people went nuts but like it was nothing like Beatlemania. it was just kind of nuts like that was definitely music history unlike oh, I, I unlike icp but yeah those <laughs> yeah but yeah you got those those small you know whiskey a go-go's and the new ports of the world like hopefully we'll get it all back soon but yeah until then i'm doing the same thing as you i'm watching clips you know if post malone wants to cover some nirvana i watch that if miley cyrus sure. covers a whole song like i'm like i don't like miley but i'm fucking desperate at this point so let's let's <laughs> yeah. see what let's see what this cover of a whole song sounds like and kind of all we got hopefully rock starts to slowly come back i feel like 
you know, people like Miley Cyrus and Post Malone, unfortunately, if that's how we get it back, it's how we get it back. But they seem to be focused on on rock right now and, and are just trying to bring it back. I don't know if it'll work, but we'll see. But until then, we'll we'll deep dive into some stuff we never gave a chance. Not ICP, not U2, so don't get excited, Juggalos and, <laughs> Juggalos and Bonos out there. Shit's not happening. So and Not the Eagles. Yeah. No Eagles. No Eagles. See, I, I, I've never really dove into the Eagles that much either. Are I'll you, tell you what, I'm a huge Joe Walsh fan. James Gang, you yeah. know, going back that far. It's my personal opinion. Joe Walsh came in to pretty much rescue the Eagles. You know, he put a little bit of pepper in the broth. See, I, I've heard that a lot. Like, I, I, you're not the first person I've heard say that. Yeah. So, but as far as uh, <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a big Eagles fan. Yeah, I respect them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect all artists, but there's there's just some things that just don't work. And I'm just curious if I've changed on any of that because I, I did not like the Beatles. I was like, this shit's too old. Like this is too happy poppy. Like too old. I didn't get it. So you know, there there might be other bands out there like that that I didn't give. They're due. I mean, I like Dire Straits, and it took a really long time for that to happen. So, yeah, Dire Straits is, you know, somebody was arguing with me like six months ago, and I said something about Dire Straits. They're like, Dire Straits. I was like, Dire Straits kicks ass. Like, Dire Straits yeah. is good, man. There's some good guitar in that stuff. So, I, I work with a dude. He's a, he's a really enjoys Dire Straits. Speaking of Dire Straits, I had no idea. Uh, you know, I mess around with the guitar just a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll pick up a little bit of a song. Once I can play it, I'm done with it. I can't remember it. Yep. It's just, I need to get it out. Once it goes from my mind through my fingers, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually, I was actually trying to uh, pull off the Sultans of Swing. Oh man. I, I had no idea how old that song was. I thought that was like a. 1989 song or something yeah nope it was what mid 70s i believe so yeah but i, I had no idea that was a big surprise to me how'd it go but, uh, trying to play it it's tough yeah I, tough I, for me just see me too i'm a shitty guitar player like i've got guitars and they're hanging up in here i'm terrible like you know just and, uh, and that's the thing i'd learned parts of songs and like, as soon as I had the chorus part, as soon as I had the dun 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 I was like, okay, I'm done with that. Let me move on to the next one. And I'd learn 10 seconds of another one. And I'd just, I'd learn 20 parts of 20 songs. And I'd be like, okay, now I got to make something of my own with what I've learned off these 20 pieces, yeah. pieces of tablature that I've been reading. So I, it yeah. never, it never quite stuck. Like I see you hopping on Facebook live, rock it out. And I'm like, man, see, that's, I wish I was there. Like, I wish I could do the same thing, but it's like. I'd pick up a guitar and start playing on there and people would be like, okay, you just played three seconds of the beautiful people by Marilyn Manson and he <laughs> yeah. switched into a green day song. Then he went back to a, you know, the, uh, violent Femmes blister in the sun. Cause everyone knows that. Like what the fuck is this blister guy playing? Yeah. Like, what's this guy playing? <laughs> yeah. Was he, is this really, he's just playing a little, uh, a mashup. And then I just, yeah. I would stop and look around and be like, that's all I got. Beautiful people. Yeah. baby. The easiest yeah. song ever to play. Yeah, but yeah. So we're uh, so yeah. Thanks for waiting around for the first episode. Like I said, going to dive into some Beatles, go from there. 
Hicks is bound and determined to get his radio head fix in, which is uh, it's actually good times. I need to need to find out more about the stones, but yeah, it's time to to quit being stuck in our generation because, like you said, and like I said, I can't listen to Nirvana. When, right. When Soundgarden comes on, I skip it, and, and that's it's, I do too. It's nothing against the band or Chris Cornell. Like I think Chris Cornell is one of the best of all time, vocalist, anyways. And uh, I, I loved Soundgarden growing up, but fuck, man, you can't. I can't keep listening to the same five bands. Like, and oddly enough, the one that stuck is Alice in Chains. I can listen to them anytime for some reason. I can too. Like they're they're just they're more than grunge somehow. Like they do a lot of the harmonizing. They've got like the two the two vocalists and uh, kind of do a little bit of that Beatles and Beach Boys kind of stuff. Just in a different way, but hey, Alice in Chains was pretty badass. None of that gets old to me, but Nirvana gets old, Soundgarden gets old, Pearl Jam gets old. I think with Alice in Chains, when I went back, it's almost like every time I watch the movie Pulp Fiction, I see something different. With Alice in Chains, I would go back and listen, and I would hear something different. Yeah. So that kind of was always intriguing to me. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> packed in there, like a whole lot yeah. packed in there. And I... It, Post Malone actually did a couple Alice in Chains covers for New Year's or something. They sucked. I, I won't. I won't sugarcoat it. But, but they had okay. some. Uh, there was some kind of pop, pop music special or something, and it was it was focused around Alice in Chains. But if you haven't looked, there's some there's some pretty good covers. Mastodon covered an Alice in Chains song for this special. And like fucking knocked it out of the park. Like it was actually really? badass. And I've never heard anybody knock a Alice in Chains cover out. Like there's only one Alice in Chains sound to me. And, and that, that was a pretty good one, but, but yeah, I can, I can always go back and listen to them, but I need to, I need to get the, uh, the music knowledge up. It's, it's time being 40 running out of shit to listen to. It, it's time to, yeah. time to, to dive into to musical history. So been watching a lot of documentaries. Well, I think, I, I, think it, I think with you and I, we've always uh, anytime we discovered anything, got stuck on you it. Know, <laughs> and we would share it with each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You shared a lot of stuff with me. I I think uh, which you've shared a lot. I I want to I want to say you like turned me on to maybe the royal royal blood. Is that one of yeah. And, yeah. and that's pretty good. Like, it's hard to find good rock. And yeah. we just share stuff back and forth. I got on a Black Keys kick. I think you had, weren't the biggest fan of, of their uh, vocal sound. Maybe the I need to give them another chance. It's, it, yeah. it's good stuff. But but if you do find a band like that and, like, the, the vocalist just pisses you off, it's hard to it's hard to do. Like, I grew it's up on. It's hard to get past that. Yeah. I grew up on Punk and Ska, and people were like, you like the Mighty Mighty, mighty Boss Tones? I'm like, No. <laughs> That guy's voice makes me want to slice my throat. No, I don't like them. Like, you know, some, sometimes a voice can just ruin the whole damn thing. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we have shared a lot of that stuff. So that's a, that's a good reason for me and you to be, you know, doing this podcast and taking a little musical journey. Like we've always shared shit and I know you've listened to stuff I haven't and vice versa. And we usually vice share it, but, but now we can just give each other homework assignments and, and, uh, come back on this show and, and discover and talk about what we've learned going out of our element a little bit. So pretty excited about that. Cause I I've been stuck in my generation for way too long and didn't give any bands a chance. I'd just be like, what do I listen to? Oh, I guess I'll put Pearl jams 10 on since I have only yeah. heard that 
30,000 times. Right. So, so then you got my dumb ass posting all over Facebook, Taylor Swift's new album is awesome. <laughs> and people were just like, I was one guy even told me, he's like, you're pretty brave to post that. And I'm like, I don't give, you know, yeah. I don't care. You know, yeah. I'll admit that I like anybody is if I can find something to like about an artist or a band, you know, I'll admit it in a heartbeat. Maybe not ICP, but Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll sign off for this one. So we're, we're going to jam out to some Beatles, make a little playlist of what we like, what we don't, uh, and, and share our thoughts about, you know, diving into the whole discography and, and what conclusions we come to, which I half know already that I do enjoy the Beatles, but I am still excited to talk about what I enjoy about them and what albums I enjoy and what songs I enjoy and what I don't enjoy. So we'll, uh, we'll dive into that. If you would Hicks make a playlist, like start or just write songs down something that, that way we've got you know, this is where it started to kick in for me, and which you might already know, since you had Sergeant Pepper as a as as a young Padawan back in the day. But yeah. I uh, I didn't I didn't listen to shit until um like a month and a half ago. I didn't listen to any at all. Like I just heard the the ones that you see clips of from the Sullivan Show, Ed Sullivan or whatever, and I'd be like, yeah, sure. yeah, not for me. But it turns sure. turns out they are for me, so. So that'll yeah. be our first project. The next next episode will be all about the Beatles and if we like them, what we like about them, and if they if they belong in our rotation in the future. Sounds good. It does. So join us again. And like I said, if you guys do have any suggestions, anybody listening, just send them to stuckinmygeneration at Gmail. Let us know what bands are out there that we haven't listened to. I don't know if we've if we've uh put everything out there you might send us some and we might already be well versed in it or knowledgeable about it but but try it anyways we'll send you an email back and let let you know but like per our stipulations no you too and who who did you say hicks there's you two and someone else i said the eagles eagles no eagles no you too uh i i think that's about it i don't really want to go into any hair metal but if somebody out there thinks that there's an influential enough band i don't consider van halen hair metal so but if anybody has a hair metal band that you really do think is uh worth listening to and influential in some ways send it over i can't promise we'll check that out but somebody says (laughs) you know jam to some winger i'm like well you know maybe ying way momstein but not winger oh yeah do some ying way nah it's just no vocals think when he did sing it sucked but but yeah join us next week we'll talk about our beatles experience and uh onward and forward from there we'll we'll find other things to listen to and try to get you know out of our generational cycle that we're both in so join us next time thanks for listening we'll see you guys Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 